listening. Welcome to our global podcast. So in today's episode, we are going to have three volunteers of global project, and we are talking about our personal experience as the girls who travel alone. At first, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Hien, volunteer from Vietnam, currently in Portugal. And we are luckily having two other members today. Let's introduce ourselves a little bit. Camila, say hi to our audience. Hello, guys and girls. My name is Camila. I am from Brazil and I am currently living in Slovakia, working in the organization called Kerik. So nice to meet you, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. And my name is Irene. I am from Italy. I'm still here because of the COVID, but I can't wait to be in uh, Naples, uh, working in a school, private school, which teach uh, Deutsch. And I hope to be there as soon as possible. All right, my friends, thank you. So before diving into our conversation, let me share with you the story behind the birth of this podcast episode. Boys. <laughs> so we as the Global Volunteers, we decided to meet up and get to know each other. And so we happened to know that Eidani has been traveling more or less than 20 countries in the world while she's still very young. At the same time, Camilla is also a crazy backpacker who loves traveling and exploring. So we thought that it could be a good idea to sit down and to share our experiences, our stories, so that luckily we could, we might uh, inspire or encourage other people to start their mobility solo adventures as well. That's why here we are. First, Irene, would you please uh, share with us how was your story first began? Yeah, I I was a teenager, more or less 10 years ago. When I was in high school, all my friends went to holiday only for fun and have parties. So they were used to go to Ibiza or Mykonos or Corfu. And I didn't like the idea to go only for fun in another country. Uh, if I want to to go to the disco, I can go by walking 10 minutes far from my house. So I don't need to go to Spain for for party. And I started to think that we we can learn a lot from other country. I started from Spain. Barcelona is the first city I've seen alone. And of course, it's not so far from Italy. It's not so different. Our cultures are very similar. But I was 18 and alone. And it was my first travel. Then I went to Greece three months next year. I like it. The idea to spend a lot of time in uh, another country because in three months I learned a bit of Greek. Also, I meet I met people who helped me. I don't know. Um, one day, for example, I was alone, without a room, without an hotel, and I met a couple of great people who helped me. They gave me uh, a bed and a good dinner in their home. They were so nice. 
And I, I understood in that moment that when we travel alone, we are never alone. There is a full uh, world of people who can help you and who want to know more about you, about your story. And that's why also I, I choose to sleep in the hostel and not in a hotel or apartment. Because in a hostel, I can meet uh, a lot of travelers, a lot of backpackers. And that's all. That's why I started to travel. Greece and Spain are our are my my first my two first countries, and also I think we are lucky in Europe because it's very very easy to travel. That's why I visited uh, more than twenty countries. Beautiful. Um, but would you mind sharing with us some of the name of the country that you already visited? Yeah, please? Spain, France, Greece, uh, Romania, Bulgaria, uh, India, Maldives, uh, Tanzania, Portugal, uh, Austria, yeah, Albania. Beautiful, yeah. nice. So it, it, I believe that keep going oh, on also, and on. Also, um, Estonia. Uh, maybe we can speak about uh, a long experience after, but I had my beautiful experience. I did Erasmus in Estonia, so I've lived there for six months in Tallinn. And um, how was your planning, Irene, for your travelings? Like, uh, did you have uh, any idea uh, first? Like how you were going to travel to um, keep your money first, and how was that for you, your management? Oh, usually, I I work here in Italy for I don't know two or three months to have money to travel, and uh, I choose a country only. I, I I want to see all the world, so I'm not very interested in a particular country i go to skyscanner and see flights the cheapest flights i i choose this and i travel uh, in a cheaper ways so i to as i told you hostels with the shared room i i pay like three euros per day usually i go to eat local food it's not so expensive to the local market. Uh, that's all, yes. I believe that you tried your best to find this, like uh, the plan to serve your like, ultimate purpose that you can travel yeah. more and a lot of people, not just like go and take a picture and then like, having fun, but then more than that. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, because uh, you also shared that you enjoyed like you actually participated in like a lot of Erasmus Plus project, not just go traveling for fun, but then you do the volunteering and mobility project. Can you share a little bit more about some of the memorable time there? In please? Erasmus? In my Erasmus? Okay, yes, I, I think every one of us should be part of Erasmus project once in life. 
I did my Erasmus with university in Tallinn in Estonia. It was a shock at the beginning because it was in January, minus 24. Uh, yeah, yeah it, very, it was very different from Italy. And at the beginning, it was difficult because it was the first time far from home and not for my choice. It, not for, it uh, was not for travel, but I, ha- I had to be there for six months without coming back home and with people I, I didn't know. And I had fears. I'm human. So I was thinking, okay, I don't know if I can have new friends here. I have a new home. I don't have comfortable things I have in Italy and everything. But I, I think one the first month is the most difficult. Then yeah, I, I've met in the university a lot of friends. We were a good group. I, we keep contact still now and it was very funny, an experience. Every one of us was crying at the end. And Aww. also I took part to an EVS project. So uh, EVS is a program of volunteering in Portugal. Mm. last January the, but because of the COVID I went back home only after one month what about I had the possibility to travel all Portugal for free it's uh, I, I, I was lucky <laughs> I think it's important to have this experience because you can understand more about cultures, about other, uh, count, uh, another country. Maybe you can understand more because I think Portugal is very close to Italy and we are similarities like Spanish. But you are from Vietnam and Camila from Brazil and you can uh, maybe find a lot of difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you're right. Actually, speaking of this, we can hear from Camila about her journey from Brazil to Slovakia, because uh, we are so curious about your journey. The first time you came here, it it was not easy, right? Can you share a bit? <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, so I was waiting to come for the project, for Globers project. In September, I was supposed to be here at this period, but with all the corona uh, times, I couldn't manage to come. So I was waiting for the embassy of Slovakia in Brazil to allow me to get a visa, but they were not so flexible, I would say. So finally, I managed with my coordinator and uh, I came in the beginning of November. And it was a really crazy journey (laughs) because she scheduled the flight and I guess it was two days before the day of that I I was going to fly. She called me and said that the flight was going to be 48 hours before. So I had... (laughs) Yes, so I had to manage to be at the airport uh, 48 hours before without saying the properly goodbye to my old friends and family that I would like to. (laughs) But 
yes, I really wanted to be here. So I packaged all my stuff and I managed to arrive in the airport. And when I got there, they say to me that the flight was not changed and I couldn't fly. No. no way. Yes, yes. And um, hopefully I had a friend there and he was uh, going to say goodbye with um, another friend. They are a couple. And he really started to uh, call to air France and air France on France. <laughs> so, and I was really worried, waiting and thinking that I couldn't come. Uh, there was no solution. And finally, after, I guess, one hour and a half, he just said, Camila, I managed and you were, your flight is changed and you are going uh, to Slovakia. <laughs> and I was really like, relieved. So, yes, of course, I was afraid to travel. It was not my f first travel uh, alone, but... I was really uh, happy. I really liked this feeling of having my backpack on my back and be by myself, like ready for a new adventure, to discover a new place that I don't know anything about or new people. And also not about just getting to my de destination, but enjoying the traveling itself. So, I don't know, uh, talk with different people and I, I make friends on the way. This is really funny and, and really great. I'm really grateful for that. Wow. Uh, I got to know a Brazilian girl <laughs> during yeah. the process. Of course, we, we always find each other. <laughs> we are everywhere. <laughs> And um, we are very afraid, actually, during the traveling, because we were warned that we could get to the destination that we were waiting for, and maybe we could be sent back, because uh, we didn't have the PCR tests at the moment. Because oh. uh, first, it was not obligatory. And second, I couldn't manage to do my PCR test in 24 hours that I had. So right. I was really... That is so oh. risky. Because I yeah. thought that a PCR test is comp was compulsory before to get on the flight. So, wow. It must be yes. like the feeling of, I don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. I was really, uh, I was happy, but at the same time nervous. Because oh, right. I didn't know if I was going to be sent back uh, for, from Brazil. And uh, yes, it was really like a surprise moment. But at that period, it was not obligatory, but it would be very helpful if I had. But I couldn't manage on time. So I just um, was hoping for the best. And finally, I... Um, I came to Amsterdam, to the Netherlands, and uh, I passed through the police, to the foreign police, and everything was okay. They only asked me for my letter of acceptance in the Kedik. It was that. 
And I also would like to ask you, Hien, how was your experience traveling from Vietnam to Portugal? Is um, your first time traveling alone or no? How did you feel? How did you manage? Um, I was so like kind of uh, backpacker running from here to there, but inside the border of Vietnam only, I love mountain and trekking. So on the weekend, I often go here and there, but then going abroad, uh, did it the very first time for me. So I waiting for the visa results. It's well like seven weeks, so long, because in Vietnam, we do not have the Portuguese uh, embassy. So we have to send all the documents to Thailand and waiting and waiting. And at that moment, uh, we were having COVID situation, very complicated. So the anticipation was killing me. I don't know what the result's gonna be. Can I go? Would it be possible for me? So when the result coming out, I was almost burst into tears because it was so happy. So the flight was not difficult. And the journey from Vietnam to Portugal wasn't very challenging as I first imagined because uh, people on the way are really kind and they help me whenever I ask. It was just funny because I can share that my father was very surprised because uh, I went on by myself. Uh, <laughs> he thought I would be some other people. And when you go with a group, it's going to be more fun and way better and safer, right? But uh, no, I went on by myself. That is the thing for the project for we to face with things on the way to learn from tiny little things and and asking for help was a way to learn. So it was nice, just funny that I arrived in right in the middle of the lockdown. Everything is quite different. It's empty, not many people on the street or in the airport and things. But imagine I can experience the transition from the moment that it was really empty to the normality. Uh, I will see now getting a little bit better in Portugal that slowly open everything. It was really beautiful. And the fact that the restriction here tightening, but uh, people trying to make the best out of it, exploring more in the nature or like the local things closer to their houses and apartment, but also work it a visit and learn more about local stuff. So, so far so good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But did you have any difficulty or like any fear when you first traveling? Because for my experience, it's very safe because I know my destination and I had the local organization, the host organization to support me but then, Irene, you went on by yourself to India. And yeah. There's, there's a lot of stereotype and thing danger. People say that the government to travel there. So what was your experience? Yeah, it was a difficult decision to travel in India. I think it's one of the most country in the world and media are saying every day people is killed in India or uh, the wife are so uh, young and they don't have all the rights we have and everything. They are poor and they kill you on the street because you are tourists and you are rich. So I went to India. Uh, I had a lot of fears, but... The first reaction 
was not shock or better. Yes, it was shock because uh, it's different from our country, but I I felt safety there. When uh, not in Delhi, Delhi is a city, I think Delhi is really dangerous. It's a big city uh, with uh, a lot of people, uh, so dirty. Um, but in the other part of India, especially in villages, you you can walk alone and with a sense of peace inside. I, it's difficult to say. India is an experience for soul, first of all. I think traveling in this kind of country, uh, we can open our mind, be, be more patient, because you need patience to be patient in India. <laughs> uh, I understand what you feel when you are different from the others. Here in Italy, we have, as all over the world, I think, we have immigrants from Africa. And people say, okay, they are different. They are not different. They are, they are like us. Uh, and traveling alone in place in countries like India can understand what means be the different. They are, okay, maybe they are used to tourism, but I don't think in the little village. And they don't see us as different people, but they are curious. They want information. They ask how... How do you live in your country? What uh, do you do? Your jobs? Uh, how is your home? Uh, food and everything. They don't see us uh, and say, oh, she, she's white, uh, she's different. I think talk with the, uh, these people can open our mind and help us to build better society. Yes. And... I remember an episode. I was alone in a hotel. I went out uh, in the garden and I saw a big party. It was a wedding party. The sister of the wife asked me to walk with the wife uh, in, uh, in the garden. And I took part to this party with the, all, with the boat family. And it was very funny. I met uh, uh, young guys and he said to me, okay, tomorrow you can come with me where I work. I said, yes, okay. The next day we went to natural reserve with the elephants. It was, it was funny and yeah, I think. We are all the same in the world. We can meet bad people in India, but also in Italy and everywhere. But I think the world is full of great and good people. But so that is your, the, the attitude you keeping in your mind whenever you travel, right? So, yeah, is the, the difference in the physical things could lead to the fact that people might ask you a lot of questions out of curiosity, but it's not because they they want to offend or have the bad intention, but just no, want to know more, Because they right? have never about seen you. nothing uh, of the world, so they see an Italian girl uh, and they 
started to ask oh, why you are traveling alone how, how is yeah. your country so please? just curiosity yeah yeah Right, right. This is nice. It's nice. And then you accept uh, the invitation from the local and you have beautiful experience, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. And was it the same for you, Camila? Like uh, the fear, the difficulties and how you overcome it? Yes, I guess. We always have this um, cold in the belly when we are traveling alone. Um, I guess we always, I feel always that I have to be aware of uh, what I'm doing, of my belongings to keep them with me, be aware, like um, be constantly watching out what I'm doing and who I'm talking to and so on. I guess this is uh, always a concern that I have, uh, especially as a woman. And I guess uh, this was one of my first cultural shocks when I came here to Slovakia because uh, on the way of uh, getting to Chatsa, my currently city, some guys offered me help uh, to carry my suitcase. And I was uh-huh. really like, oh my God, they're going to steal my things. Uh, they they want to kill me or they want to do something and I was really like worried <laughs> and I just okay maybe let's try and they just helped me and go away after so this was mm-hmm. one of my first cultural shocks because um, yeah we are we are always uh, hearing things from the news and the social medias that we have to be careful um, but I guess um, we always can overcome these barriers uh, even though we have to be with all of our focus and attention I guess this mm-hmm. is still needed but we can overcome those fears and uh, trust in ourselves that we are going to manage and everything is going to be okay because I guess mm. this is one of the most beautiful things in the world that we can uh, travel and connect to different people and to different um, languages and cultures. So I guess we we can not be stopped because of our fears and uh, concerns about traveling, even though Uh, we know that the world is dangerous and um, things can happen, but uh, also good things can happen always. Wow, Camila, exactly. I'm totally with you on that one. And to be honest, I got quite similar experience on that with um, like the moment you are in the middle of hesitation and you don't know you are being a risk taker or just not brave enough to have new experience. Um, It happened to me last week when I first got the chance to travel a bit further to Porto City and um, I passed by a really beautiful clothes shop and the shop owner was the Indian Nepali man in his late 60s I believe because he looked quite old with the grey hair. 
and uh, it happened that I am very first guest after the long time to visit his shop. So he invited me for a cup of coffee and uh, just to sit down and and talk and ask me where uh, am I from, why I'm here, and uh, it seemed a little bit weird because I just been here for the clothes and things, and then now I got the free coffee with his fruit cake made by himself. I find very strange, but um, can you imagine you've been waiting for so long to interact with uh, real life people and craving for an in-person in-depth talk? So yeah, I, I went for that. So I stepped in and sat down and, and shared with him my stories and uh, he shared with me his as well. He showed his photos of his family, lovely Indian faces, his daughter, his son, and his beloved wife. And um, sadly, he lost his wife due to COVID last March, and his shop has been closed for ages. So today he's open, and I'm the new, like the first guest ever. It just sounds very vulnerable and beautiful at the same time to me. Um, so, like, when you are heard, truly listened, and, and no judgment to be made, just like a friend to talk to each other. And um, it's, it's just so nice. It, it saved my week, you know. The first intention when you step in the shop was buy clothes and things and bracelets. But then you're stepping out with the shining eyes and the, the pocket full of beautiful memories and, and memorable talk. So yeah, just just I feel like I'm seeing that we are just little human being trying to do our very best. And uh, all we need is just open our mind and open our heart to have deeper connection. And yeah, you are right, it's worth it. And uh, for you girls, do you think we can um, confirm those stereotypes that we heard uh, usually about women? Or do you think, no, it doesn't have anything to do with traveling alone as a woman? What do you think about this? Um, for my opinion, I think could be for anyone, not just for women. could be for men, for... It doesn't matter for the gender. Here and there, there could be the danger, but uh, how we react and we uh, respond to those, not just because of the gender. Yeah. I think so. I think the same. Maybe for men, uh, it's a bit easier. I don't know, maybe for for society, it's no, normal. It's, yes, it's the same. For women and men, yeah. And I have a question for you both. Do you think you want to travel in Europe because you are far from home? And I know you need a visa to come in Europe. And now you are here. Uh, which country do you want to visit and why? So... Uh, I really want to travel around Europe. Actually, I'm looking forward to that because it's my first time here. 
and I was already planning um, since I discovered I was coming to Slovakia that I really wanted to know uh, the countries nearby here uh, that are Czech Republic, um, Austria, Poland and Ukraine and also Germany. It's not that uh, close, but a little bit. So I really would like to visit those um, nearby countries because um, they are somehow a different destination uh, that I really uh, heard about in my city, in my local community. Usually people travel more um, to those, those hot countries like Italy and Spain and um, France as well. So I really would like to know this part of Europe. But of course, I have uh, some friends and also relatives in Italy and Portugal. So I would like oh. to go there if it's possible um, because of um, COVID and also because of money. I have to plan it really uh, good. But I'm, I, really, I really like the idea of traveling here around Europe because it seems that it's more easy because of um, the flights and also the distances are not so uh, far away from each other. I don't know, this is my perception. I don't know if I'm right, but um, I really would like to, to have this experience before I come back to Brazil. Yeah. I really wish to visit Netherlands and uh, New Zealand, but uh, the things you have to wait for the situation with the COVID thing. So couldn't promise anything, but uh, I wouldn't set a lot of expectation. I have to go there and then turns out I couldn't, then it would be a huge disappointment. But then I'm trying to take advantage of the local and small and closer destination, even small um, lane or small village inside area that I am, uh, and try to find the beauty and see everything here and there, um, not just waiting for the future and a long, long time ahead. So I'm trying to be present and enjoy it now. So, yeah. Is yeah, yeah. It's... and remember, if you want to come to Italy, you are welcome. <laughs> oh, super! <laughs> I want yeah. to. I will. I will, I will um, schedule a map the the places I want to go in Italy. And in <laughs> Italy, we have uh, actually three uh, opportunities, right? We can visit uh, and see other two members, Saga and Gonzalo, as well. So. Yay, we got posts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can count on them. Exactly. But but also ask <laughs> uh, a little bit uh, in in this sense about um, the situation with COVID. Um, Camila, you are actually living in the volunteer house with other volunteers, right? So uh, during this hard time, do you have any chance to go out and and see things? Any any chance? Yes, yes, uh, we have. At the moment, we are with this um, black flag around the region. And um, we we have lockdown since the 1st January. 
So now we are waiting until 11th of April. It's soon to the restrictions get away. And because at the moment we cannot travel bet between the regions. So we are here in Kisos region. I don't know how to pronounce in Slovak. Kitsutsa, I guess. <laughs> but something really good is that we can go always for the middle of the nature because it's really close and we have a lot of hikings to do here nearby. So this is something that really makes me happy that even though we cannot travel to far distances, we can travel in our local uh, region. So this is really, really nice. But I, I don't want to give, give up on dreaming. So I am still thinking about the places I really want to know and the things I really want to do um, after Corona or maybe even after my a project or something like that. Yeah, that, that, that is really cool. We are trying our best uh, in the present to enjoy, but at the same time, the list, the to-do list, the bucket list in the future also keep us forward. So yeah, I agree. Exactly, exactly. And Irene, um, yeah. if you would like to say to us uh, the countries here in Europe that you would really recommend for us to know what you would say. Oh, Spain. I, I love Spain. I traveled uh, three months in Spain. I think the south is the best part of the country. I, I noted down. Yeah. I noted down. Yeah, it, it's close to right. And yeah, also east countries. So um, Hungaria, Budapest, uh, that it's close to you, Camilla. Um, yes. Yeah, Budapest is beautiful. Uh, also Prague. Uh, I really want to know these cities. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe, yes. Prague, Budapest, and the region of the Andalusia are my favorite. Yeah. Camilla, we yeah, have to put them down and then do the research about it. <laughs> Make our plan. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, do you, what do you think about volunteer projects? In my opinion, we can uh, promote this kind of project uh, because help people um, to open mind and uh, to learn how to work in an international group and also a way to start to travel alone. Uh, what do you think about it? Um, we may repeat the phrase travel alone quite often, but uh, my way of interpretation to that is to give ourselves a chance to meet new people, to make uh, new friends, to learn new things and to have new experiences. So we, we have opportunity to learn more about ourselves um, and how we react to the situation and the new thing we encounter on our way, right? And especially the in the volunteering project and mobility program, the chance is bigger uh, so that we can meet the like-minded people. Uh, like, I think we are all trying to be a responsible children of Mother Earth. 
share the lot of similarity in in the ultimate purpose is to serve the community and uh, learn to live in harmony and solidarity so yeah yeah um it's definitely a should uh, or maybe a must for young people what we what values are we embracing uh that's my way of thinking camilla what do you think yes sure i totally agree with you I guess uh, this is a really good moment um, for starting traveling alone and discovering new places and also uh, different cultures. And I guess it's uh, the this volunteer year is a really good opportunity also for uh, we discover ourselves. And this all this process of traveling alone, I think it's a really good opportunity to uh, look inside us and see um, how we can um, be better persons and overcome our fears and our challenges. So I guess it's um, one of my learnings here. I would also like to ask you, how do you think um, you changed after traveling alone and getting into these experiences? What do you think you you improve or know in your life and you in your way of being of seeing the world? As I told you, I think it's the better way to open our mind and see the the world. Uh, as a better place and have a different uh, vision of culture and our soul is um, more clean uh, traveling and uh, having this kind of experience Super. yeah I, I i could understand that actually i could uh i could have the same feeling i don't know how should i uh, we put it as a clean soul or could have the possibility and the opportunity to have better self-understanding and also the thirst for getting to know more about others at the same time. So understand about ourselves, how we react and um, build up the characteristic and at the same time want to know more about other people surrounded. Um, they could have different characteristic personality, but it doesn't matter. We are all in this together and um, meet new people with new ideas, bring back home to build the community. So we can learn from things here and then bring home to share with our young group of children and, and help to build from the like, local level, having the chance to go out to go abroad to see things going on can can sharpen our knowledge and build our friendship. So, yeah, I think it we we will change a lot. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, have new horizons also. We can go out from our safety zone. And yeah, yeah, uh, we can have new horizons. For example, I'd like uh, to. To go to Australia from for one year, uh, also working in a factory is not a problem. You can change your mind. You 
start to think, okay, I, I'm graduated, but it's not a problem for one year if I go to travel in a factory with uh, people from all over the world. And you, uh, and then you can come back home and you have a lot of experience in your life. Yeah, I think uh, after all this uh, experience, you are a better person. Yes. Yeah. Like better version of ourselves in a way that we we could break the normality, learn new things, learn new ideas, and and the the beautiful part is that we go out with the mindset of learning and um, serving the community. So, yeah. yes, I think I also became more courageous and brave after this mm. experience. I love even it. though I have fear, I. I know I can manage and it I can do it. So I think this is a really big gain for me. Wow, yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, the ending message we could uh, share with our audience, uh, like especially for the one who not yet having the chance to take on the solo adventures and have the chance to traveling much. Um, what is advice of yours for them, um, Camila? Uh, I would say that you should um, follow your dreams and trust in yourself and believe that uh, everything is possible. Even uh, the circumstances may seem that they are not. Uh, yes, think good things can happen. So um follow what you want and um you will be very happy yeah thank you and and Irene, any uh words for our audience oh believe in yourself as camila is just told uh, follow your dreams we have only one life and live your life as you want nice nice thank you um, so thank you so much for being with us to this moment. Um, we are so grateful having you listening to our podcast and listen to our story, our life lesson, our experience. So stay with us for the future episode to learn more about volunteer experience, uh, what we learn, what we have on the road. So see you soon and uh, say goodbye to our audience, guys. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. See you soon.